0: Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 99.1, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, SiriusXM XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at
1: Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, George Schultz. He is one of only two individuals to have held four different federal cabinet posts. He's taught at three of the country's great universities. He served as the U.S. Secretary of Labor, Director of the Office of Management and Budget, U.S. Treasury Secretary, and Secretary of State. And he's got a new book, Blueprint for America. We're going to have him on for a special interview. Right now, let's get some special news from Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom. And I thank you, Pim Fox. We've got the Dow, the S&P,
0: NASDAQ, all advancing right now. Technology shares are rallying amid deal activity, a topic we were just talking about right here on TV. Taking stock corporate earnings, spurring optimism that results this season will be sturdy enough to help sustain equities at record levels. A Bloomberg exclusive, you heard it on Bloomberg Radio and Television, we sat down with Christine Lagarde, Managing Director of the International Monetary Fund. She did talk about a number of topics, including Brexit and what it means for Europe.
2: If anything, in Europe, uh, the decision made by the British people to exit the European Union has accelerated in our view the need to um, consolidate the European Union to give a strong message to the european people about the benefit that europe can actually uh, deliver for them uh, concentrating on the positive focusing on key issues for the people of europe Hasbro
0: is suffering its worst stock decline in nine months after reporting a slowdown in growth of boy-oriented toys. hurt in part by the lack of a new Transformers film, right now Hasbro is down 7.2%. Netflix gaining for a fifth day. It does report after the closing bell today, Netflix up now by 1.1%. Equities higher, S&P 500 index up 5 to 21.66, a gain of 2 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 29, a gain of 6 tenths of 1%. Dow industrials up sixteen a gain of one tenth of one percent. Tenure down eight thirty seconds at yield one point five seven percent. Gold up a dollar ninety the ounce to thirteen twenty nine a gain there of point 0.1%. And crude oil down sixty one cents, forty five thirty four a barrel, a drop there of one point three percent. At two hundred thirty two on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world.
2: Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. As the Republican convention opens in Cleveland, the Donald Trump campaign says host state governor John Kasich of Ohio is being petulant by avoiding the event. As Bloomberg's Bob Moon tells us, who is not there may be as important as who is.
0: Perhaps one of the most familiar faces tonight will be actor Scott Bayo. The GOP is now Trump's party, says campaign manager Paul Manafort, and this is his convention. He has changed the face of the Republican. Manafort says he can live without the support of the Bush family and with the absence of the last Republican president. I
3: proudly accept your nomination.
0: You also won't see the party's last two standard bearers, Mitt Romney or John McCain. Trump's wife Melania will be speaking tonight along with Texas Governor Rick Perry and former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani on the theme of, quote, making America safe again, the mother of a Benghazi attack victim and Marine and Navy SEAL veterans will speak on that hot-button issue. Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio.
2: Hillary Clinton is calling for people to stop targeting police officers. The presumptive Democratic nominee made the plea while speaking at the NAACP National Convention in Cincinnati today. Three police officers murdered in an apparent premeditated ambush in Baton Rouge. This madness has to stop. Clinton also took a swipe at Donald Trump for turning down an invitation from the NAACP to speak at the convention. Baltimore's mayor says an officer who was acquitted today in the death of Freddie Gray will now face an administrative review by the police department. Mayor Stephanie Rawlings-Blake tweeted the statement after Lieutenant Brian Rice was acquitted of manslaughter and other charges in Gray's death. He was critically injured in the back of a police van and died a week later. Global News 24 hours a day powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider, and this is Bloomberg. Charlie?
0: And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks are higher. S&P 500 index up 5 now to 2,166, a gain of two-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pallet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking
1: Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. George Schultz is the Thomas W. and Susan B. Ford Distinguished Fellow at the Hoover Institution, but he may be more widely known as one of only two individuals who has held four different federal cabinet posts, including Secretary of the Treasury, Secretary of State, as well as Secretary of Labor, and the Director of the Office of Management and Budget. He has a new book. It is entitled Blueprint for America, and he joins us now from the Hoover Institution in Stanford, California. Secretary Schultz, thank you very much for being with us, sir. Good morning. Tell us a little bit about this new book, Blueprint for America, and particularly I wonder if you could describe what you feel about campaigning and the political process related to a political campaign.
3: Well, this book arose out of some discussions among people here at Hoover and Stanford. And as we discussed, we said, you know, the country's got a lot of problems, we ought to write about them. And on a, it's a nonpartisan kind of an effort to say, what are the problems, what should we do? And the essays are by different people. We have looked at each other's essays, but they're all signed individual. That is the principle of accountability is there in the in the book. So we've covered a lot of issues, economic issues mainly, but Uh, some spending problems, governance problems, so on, international problems.
1: Now, you've described campaigning as ultimately an act of division. What do you mean by that?
3: Well, when you campaign, you're saying, I'm better than you are, so vote for me. It's an act of emphasizing a difference and saying, my side is right. So it's an act of division. But as soon as you get into office, you have to govern and governing is almost exactly the opposite governing is working with people and trying to find where you could get some common ground and get something accomplished it's a different different kind of activity and in my opinion we've had over the last decade we've had too much campaigning and not enough governing
1: you write also about foreign and security policy and what you describe as the capacity to execute what do you mean and i'm wondering if you could offer an example
3: At the start of World War II, I'm in Marine Corps boot camp, and the sergeant hands me my rifle. He says, take good care of this rifle. This is your best friend. And remember one thing, never point this rifle at anybody unless you're willing to pull the trigger. No empty threats. So that's boot camp wisdom. And of course, if you've got a rifle, you can pull the trigger and you can execute. But let me give you a different kind of example. Early in Ronald Reagan's presidency, the air traffic controllers struck, and people came running into the office. Mr. President, Mr. President, this is very complicated. He said, it's not complicated. It's simple. They took an oath of office. They violated it. They're out. And all over the world, people said, the is a man crazy. These are guys keeping his planes flying. But he had experience as governor of California, and he had as his secretary of transportation a man who'd been the chief executive of a large transportation company. So working together, they had military people, they had management people running the towers, and then they had a very aggressive training program, and they kept the planes flying. And all over the world, people said, hey, watch out, the guy plays for keeps. So he established the fact that he he would speak and he meant it and he could carry through and execute.
1: You speak about self confidence and the strength of purpose in the United States. Tell us more
3: <clears throat> well if you're going to accomplish something in the world or domestically for that matter, you have to be able to say I, I understand the problem. I'm realistic and I have the capacity to deal with it, and I have a kind of spirit in the country that says we can solve our problems and let's go get it done. But again, I think during the Reagan period we were strong, we were realistic, but somehow Ronald Reagan lifted our spirits up. So we felt good about the things we were doing, and they basically worked.
1: In describing current conditions around the world, you talk about religion and its role in foreign policy. Could you give us more about that?
3: Well, for three centuries, religion and war have been kept apart. But all of a sudden now, with the ISIS business and al-Qaeda, we find war and religion are joined That means it's a different kind of war, and you have to—you're going to wage it and be successful. You have to say to yourself, "What is this new kind of war? It has a place, but it's got more than one place—evolving places—and it has tentacles that express themselves. So you have to say that's—that's the nature of the beast that we're fighting against, and now we have to adapt." our tactics to that.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, former Secretary of State George Schultz, joining us from the Hoover Institution, speaking about his new book entitled Blueprint for America. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, Turkey widens its purge as a crackdown on the military continues following a failed military coup. We've got more details ahead.